0: Hey everyone, today we are in Proverbs chapter 20, looking at verse number 4, talking about the sluggard. And here's what it says The sluggard does not plow in the autumn, he will seek at harvest and have nothing. So, already in Proverbs, we look, we've looked at a number of individuals, different characters. Uh, verse 1 mentioned the person who's led astray by wine and strong drink. Verse two showed us uh, the one who stirs up anger and the one who is angry. And then in verse three, it was the peace seeker and the coroller. So, I mean, Solomon is not messing around. He's getting right with the program in chapter 20. And today we look at the sluggard. So when autumn comes, And there's work to do in in the field. The sluggard likely doesn't tell anybody that he's a lazy dude, right? He doesn't proclaim his laziness to others. He may not even acknowledge it to himself, actually. Um, It's just that he usually has something very important to do, a, a great task that needs to be taken care of that keeps him from his work. It's always something that he would rather do than to plow the fields. And and this year he, he must travel to see a sick friend uh, in another village. Last year it was um, he had planned a vacation around that time with his family and some friends. And the year before that, let's see, oh yes, his allergies would were acting up whenever he exerted himself outside. And so that was a pretty good excuse. Uh, Fishing seemed to be okay though. Didn't affect him too bad. So, if you're like me, you, you too see many lazy streaks in your life from time to time. And I think that when we notice one, there's usually a corresponding spiritual deficiency In our life, that um, influences our physical lazy streak, Uh, corresponds one-on-one kind of it links us, links them together. We may not think about it uh, how it's a spiritual problem when we're lazy and we don't want to clean house or we don't want to mow the lawn, but it is a spiritual issue at the root. May be easier to identify as a spiritual issue when we don't, like, have a desire uh, or we're not motivated to read God's Word. So reading um, is a physical thing, right? I mean, our spiritual deficiency causes us not to want to read God's Word. And so, or maybe we, we don't want to be around believers or we don't want to go to church and hear God's Word. Okay, say that, right? And so we can always come up with a good-sounding rational excuse for all these things. Uh, but for the lazy person, it's usually something that we would rather be doing that takes the place of what we're lazy to that we should be doing. You see, if we're to not be lazy to the things of God, we actually need a heart that would rather be doing the things of God. And of course, for believers, we received a heart like that when we became a new creation in Christ Jesus. But uh, now this new creation, like a newborn child, we must grow in the things of, of God. And so we're a work in progress, aren't we? Um, and God is sanctifying or he's changing us practically uh, to find our joy in, in doing his will as we see more of his glory and his beauty. And his awesomeness and he internalizes his character within within our heart. And we begin to walk in smaller and smaller circles of repentance, always turning back to him and and realizing time and time again that he is the greatest treasure in the universe, greater than any of the, the pulls on our heartstrings from the world. Well, I want to close with this passage from Paul in Second Corinthians chapter five. And it talks about how, as a new creation in Christ Jesus, uh, a person uh, that is now made in good standing with God, we have no need to be lazy in life as though we have no purpose in life. Our new purpose gives us great joy in the Lord. And that is to share how others can be also made in good standing with God. And Paul says it best. Uh, let me just read this passage and then we'll pray. Second Corinthians beginning uh, chapter 5, beginning in verse 17. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has passed away, behold, the new has come. All this is from God who through Christ reconciled us to him and gave us. The ministry of reconciliation. That is, in Christ, God was reconciling the world to himself, not counting their trespasses against them, and entrusting to us the message of reconciliation. Therefore, we are ambassadors for Christ, God making his appeal through us. We implore you on behalf of Christ, Be reconciled to God. For our sake, he made him to be sin, who knew no sin, so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. Father God, you are awesome, Lord. Thank you for your word today. Um, Lord, thank you for a heart uh, that, that wants the things of you, Lord, the things of God. And we keep coming back to you and help us to find our treasure in you, Lord. And to be about this ministry, uh, this new purpose in life. Our old purpose was all about ourselves, seeking our own glory. But now as we see more and more of your glory, we're made more into what you want. And we're able to share more of you with others and how others can be made right with you and have peace and your righteousness. We just read how Jesus, your only son, became sin. He who knew no sin, so that he might impute his righteousness to us. And uh, we might be accepted by, by God, by you, Lord. And, and so, Lord, this is the ministry of reconciliation, how Jesus was paid the wages of our sin. And then how he rose from the grave and gives us that same power that raised him to live these lives of victory over sin and to grow in you and see more and more of your glory and be transformed and then share this ministry of reconciliation with others. Lord, give us a heart that wants to be on mission and not to be lazy, to your ways, and the things of the kingdom of God, Lord. We thank you for the great gift of Jesus, and in his name we pray, amen.